Hello my unapologetic beauties, welcome to another episode of Unapologetically Her, hosted by yours truly, Natalie Nadine. Unapologetically Her is a podcast created to not only tackle all things female and urban pop culture, but to empower, embrace, and educate the women of today's society. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetically Her, a new season, whatever you like to call it. Welcome back and Happy New Year. Yes, I know we're in the month of March, but you know what? It's the first time I'm coming back to the mic for you guys. It's the first time I'm coming back on YouTube since the year started. So Happy New Year. I hope that your new year has been going well these last two months. And if not, I really hope it picks up for you moving forward. Sending you nothing but love and positive energy and good vibrations. Now, for today's episode, it's one of those episodes where it's me and you. I'm talking from the heart. I'm speaking from my soul. There's no real script. There's a bit of an outline, but there's no script. So if I ramble a bit, if there's a long, awkward pause, don't mind me. I'm just trying to, you know, get my train of thought. Also, if you hear a little background noise, I'm also sorry about that. Can't really control that. But, you know, just in case you're like, oh, girl, what's that? Why you have a plane behind you? Why is that a siren? Just know. I can't control it. (laughs) But anyways, for today's episode, I'm going to dive into the podcast. Talk to you guys about the podcast, the past, the present, the future talk to you guys about what this pandemic has really done for me and close off with what does it mean to be unapologetically Natalie? So let's get into it. Now to start off in terms of the podcast, this podcast has come a long way. Let me tell you, the podcast technically started in 2019 and I came out with like six episodes. No, your girl was trying to think, trying a new platform, a new medium a new way to share her voice and share her thoughts. Yes, I'm talking to myself and what third person is, that's okay. (laughs) But yeah, I just wanted to find a way to express myself differently. So I decided to try a podcast. Now, mind you, I know of podcasts. I know of radio shows, but I wasn't on it like that. You know what I'm saying? So when I did this, I was really just kind of winging it trials and errors let me learn from this let me try this does this work I can implement it into the next episode or I don't anyways I came out with my six episodes in 2019 and I'm like "Mm, it wasn't really hitting the spot for me so there wasn't really no consistency I wasn't really I wasn't pushing myself to take it further now mind you I love the name unapologetically her absolutely I love what it could stand for. However, I just didn't know how to bring it to that point. Fast forward to 2020. After the Grammys, I believe it's the Grammys of 2020, Jamaican reggae artist Coffee was trending because of how she dresses, her outfits, her choice of style. So you guys already know Tanish. That's my best friend, my radada, my soul sister. She came onto the podcast so we can discuss Coffee. The episode was titled Coffee and the Misinterpretation of Female Sexuality. Now, when we first recorded this episode, I didn't really think anything of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm just trying something different. I want to come back to the podcast. 
And let's just see how this works. Like, it was nothing too serious for me. It was really just trial and error. Let's take a chance to see how this goes. Now, mind you, when I originally uploaded the episode February of last year, the original, in a sense, YouTube video, we gained over 600 views on that one episode. All the comments and like the DMs and stuff I got from the episode. And I'm just like, okay, wow. Wait, what? Like you actually like this? So that lit a spark in me. It lit the spark in me that really turned into a big flame, almost to a house. No, I don't think I could say house fire. That's not appropriate. Put it this way, a big campfire, like a bonfire. And I'm going to explain to you how. So it started off as just a simple episode between me and my best friend, just kind of having a girl chat, asking questions, interviewing each other, and just really having a conversation that we would have off camera, off the mic on any other day. So when I saw the attention and the positive feedback about the episode online, I'm like, I can really do something with this. Now, mind you, a lot of people used to come to me and be like, they really do like the solo episodes as well. They also liked when I did YouTube a lot where I would just kind of just talk to the camera. So I said, okay, we get good feedback for both. How can I implement the two, weed them together and make this an actual thing I can stay dedicated to and consistent with. So like I said, it started off with the episode with Tanish and it just kind of snowballed. The fire grew. So following that episode, I said, okay, I don't really know how to really like reach out to people and interview them. So the next episode came about and it was post-grad depression and claiming my space. Now this one was one of those soul talk episodes, let's call it that way where I was, I decided to be vulnerable, kind of wear my heart on my sleeve and tell people about post-grad depression, at least what it means to me, at least what I went through with it. And what I would think I somewhat go through now, not as much as before, but something where I'm just like, okay, it's like I've graduated. What's my next step? How do I claim the space that I'm in? Right? So it turned into that episode and I got good reviews on that as well, because here I am talking about something that a lot of people know about, whether they've been through it or they know someone who has, or maybe they didn't even know it was a thing. I had someone message me the other day because of this episode and I'm like, oh, wow, like, really? Thank you. So from that episode, we fast forward to these two things are nothing alike, but need to be addressed. I believe that's the title of the episode. So this one was another one of those solo episodes because again, I'm like, I don't know, like obviously I know Tanish so we can talk and have a good conversation, but who else can I reach out to? So I decided to not only do another solo episode, but then I decided, okay, let me be one of those people who kind of tackle trending topics. What's big in pop culture right now? What's like, you know, the biggest controversy in the world? Hello, coronavirus. And at that time, Lily Singh. Um, the whole controversy of her, like, I would say getting, was it getting popularity and views off of Black culture, cultural appropriation? Yeah, that kind of thing. So anyways, that's, that, was, that is what that episode was about. 
And then I'm like, okay, this is cool. Good vibes, good energy. And then I'm like, let me start reaching out to people that I know, people who are pretty much doing things for themselves. Let me reach out to them and see if they would want to come on the podcast and kind of, you know, teach, teach a younger generation. So then came the next episode, emphasis on young Black female entrepreneurs. And this featured my girl, Rochelle Rain. Now, Rochelle is, I always refer to her as my little big sister because she is so tiny. She's my little sis, but she's also older than me and big personality. So my big little sis. And with her episode, that was the first episode where I got the guest to pick a topic. Well, not really so much the guest, but I picked a topic with the guest based on something that they are familiar with and something that they can actually talk about with confidence. So we talked about entrepreneurship because she is an entrepreneur. She does have, you know, her own business. So this was the first actual interview style episode that I did where I created a topic and I wrote down a bunch of questions that I wanted her to answer. However, it wasn't going to be the standard, how are you today? I'm good. Where do you live? Toronto. Nothing like that. This style was more of, like I said, same thing with Tanish. It was going to be a girl chat. Feel free to answer the question however you want. Feel free to answer unapologetically. Feel free to take as long as you need or as short amount of time as you need. There's no time limit. There's no filter. I wasn't going to cut you off, nor was I going to upload the episode and then cut parts of it out. I feel like everyone has a story that needs to be told and no one should be filtered. Like what, what is censorship? Forget censorship. There's no censorship over here. So that is when the fire grew even more. That's when the snowball got even bigger. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Like, this is a thing. This is a vibe. So, okay, cool. That's technically my second guest on the show. A lot of great reviews. And then we moved on to another solo episode. How do you define success? This episode stemmed from an episode of Girlfriends I was watching. And what I liked about this, not only was I tackling, in a sense, something pop culture related, but I was speaking from the soul. And once again, I was tackling something that a lot of us can identify with in various ways. So I'm like, okay, like at this point, I'm getting more comfortable on the mic. I'm getting more, not so much comfortable on YouTube, because if I was going on YouTube, then it was usually solo episode, um, sorry, interview style episodes. So I said, okay, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere a little bit more comfortable. Then following that episode, I had, what about inclusivity in the bridal industry? So I reached out to my girl, Melissa Williams. She is the designer behind Lux Collection Bridal. She designs wedding gowns. Make sure you go check her out. If you're in Toronto, GTA in general, Canada, shoot, anywhere you are, you need a wedding dress, you want to support a Black-owned business, a girl, you know, definitely knows her stuff, studied this, knows this like the back of her hand, then this is the person you want to check out. You know, it's a plug, but it's not a plug, but it's a plug. So we had this episode, and following this episode, it really, again, the flame grew, the flame grew bigger, and the snowball got even bigger. Because I said, okay, from Tanish being someone that I know, 
Rochelle being someone that I know, but talking about a topic that I'm interested in and she can give me more information on to Melissa talking about something I have no idea about. However, I was able to learn after sitting down and speaking with her. I'm like, huh, this can work. This can be a thing. We snowballed again. United and Unapologetically Black, featuring Anissa and Apollo. This was the first episode where I ever had a male come on as a guest. First of all, I wasn't even too sure if men even listened to the podcast, but apparently some of them do. And this was the first time I had someone who I didn't know on the podcast. Not only did I not know her, she lives in a different country. Hey, Anissa. So Anissa was Tanisha's cousin and Tanisha told her about the podcast and asked her if she would want to come on as a guest. Now our times at that moment didn't really mesh well. So she had to actually pre-record the answers to my questions, but it still turned out great. This was my first time technically interviewing someone who I didn't know, lived in another country, talked about a topic that was passionate to them that I wouldn't have much experience in. I interviewed Anissa and Apollo during the whole Black Lives Matter movement with George Floyd and everything that was happening in America. Now, why this episode was really special to me? Remember, here in Canada, we only see what the media wants us to see. We only see what the trending videos are, whether that be Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. We don't get to really experience the protest, the emotions firsthand. However, Anissa, she is waking up and going to bed with this in her backyard. She went out there and marched. She was able to tell the story from her firsthand experience, what's really going on right now. And to me, that was mind blowing. And then I was able to speak to Apollo the first time where now it's two different genders on the podcast. You have a guy and a girl. We're talking about being Black in Toronto, our own experience, what we think about what's going on. And I'm like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, this can really go somewhere. Following that episode, I had depression, oh, sorry, oppression and interracial relationships. I had Melissa Williams come back, but I also had a new guest, my girl Allison. Now, these two ladies, again, we were able to touch on something that a lot of people experience, but you don't always get to hear about. And something that was very, that hit really close to home. That's a better way of putting it. It, it hit really close to home for the two of them. Speaking about oppression, like I said, that's something a lot of people have faced. We might not talk about it as much, but a lot of people face that, especially in the workplace. With regards to Allison, talked about interracial relationships. Now, interracial relationships, that's not new. It's 2020. That's not new. It's not something mind-blowing. However, what is mind-blowing is that people still have the mentality of the 1920s. Like, are you kidding me? So to really hear her stories, firsthand experience, how, you know, you navigate through an interracial relationship was actually really interesting because I, for one, I've never been in one. So to really hear from someone and learn about their experience, to me, 
That's amazing. Then the next episode came about, My Truth and My Testimony with my girl Tiffany. Now, this is one of those episodes that really hold a place in my heart. And I say that because when I first reached out to Tiffany, and this again was during the Black Lives Matter movement, she wasn't really ready to talk. Like a lot, especially a lot of Blacks, a lot of African-Americans, depending on how you self-identify, a lot of people, you know, were going through the emotions. We're on a roller coaster ride of emotions. Some people just didn't want to talk. They were angry. They were sad. They didn't know what to feel. Every day you're turning on the TV and someone else is being killed. Someone else is being hurt or whatever the case may be. Then I got a message from her one day and she said, I would love to come on your podcast and talk about my story. Okay, cool. Mind you, I know Tiffany through work. We used to work at the same place. However, I didn't know her like that in depth to know her story, to know what to expect when talking to her. So I said, okay, yeah, come on the podcast by all means. Let me tell you, she had me in awe the entire time. Now, YouTube, you see me right now, where I was like this. For the people listening, I was just, I was just captivated. Like I was looking at the Zoom call, I was looking at her the entire time, like putting myself in her shoes, feeling the emotion coming through the screen. And it's the fact that she really felt safe enough to open up with me because her story is not something that everybody knows. Her story was never something she just openly shared and told everybody, but she felt that the podcast was a safe enough space to come on and share her story, to share it with me, to share it to my audience to have her truth and her testimony be told and be heard. Now to me, that holds a special place in my heart because you trusted me enough for that. So thank you, Tiffany. Much love to you, girl. Following that episode, I had a, I had a, you know, a good lineup of guests the last four episodes. Like, are you kidding? So I'm like, okay, I'm not sure like what to do now. So we can go back to a solo episode. We're gonna tackle pop culture again. And then I had an episode titled, Baby Girl, I want to manifest on my own terms. Now, you, most people know the controversy would be Simone and the book that she came out, a book that I had a copy of as well. And I'm not really going to go in, into depth much with that one. It is what it is. But at that time, I really decided, I'm like, I'm going to take, I have my take on that. But not only talk about her book, but talk about manifesting. I need to manifest on my own terms, manifest the life that I want. Following that episode, my girl Tanish came back and we tackled that Red Table Talk episode where Jada took herself to the Red Table. That episode is called, She Said What She Said, An Entanglement. Let me tell you, that episode was fun. Check that out. Check out that episode of Red Table Talk. Hey, Jada. Hey, girl. It's okay. You know what? Just do you, boo. At least you were brave enough and strong enough to come and talk about your own story. Love it. Following the episode, I had the reinvention of self is okay. Now, that was one, one of those soulful episodes, one of those soul talks. I was talking from the heart, speaking from the soul. Because reinventing yourself is something that a lot of people struggle with. But it's also something that a lot of people do over time. It could be once, twice, three times. 
And this is one of those episodes where I decided to, again, be vulnerable, open up, put myself out there, wear my heart on my sleeve and tell you guys my story and my journey. Mind you, the journey's not over, the story hasn't ended. However, I wanted to share it with you. So following that episode, I had the highs and lows of friendship during COVID. That was another, yeah, during COVID (laughs) featuring Kiba. Um, That was another special episode. And I say this to say because it wasn't so much the topic, but, and I think I've said this before, to be on the podcast with Kiba. This was my best friend in middle school and part of high school. And then when we got to high school, I would say the last two years of high school, we had our drama, you know, petty girl foolishness, typical high school drama. And to see that in high school, we were able to, you know, take accountability for our actions, able to apologize to each other, able to come back together. No, there's always going to be some relationships that will never go back to the way they were. However, to see that we can be in a positive space, we can be around each other, we can laugh, we can joke, just like the good old days. I loved it. That episode truly meant a lot to me. And we talk so much on screen and off screen. So definitely check that out. It's a funny episode. You'll be laughing like I would say 90% of the time. Another episode that I did was Rest in Peace Chadwick Boseman. And let me open the title here for you. My advice to you from experience. Now, these two things, nothing alike, but I thought I'd want to address. When Chasman Boswick, um, yeah, Chadwick Boseman passed away, you know, it was one of those celebrity deaths that you didn't see coming, like a Kobe or a Prince. Like you just, it was one of those, like you just woke up one day and was like, whoa, what happened here? So I definitely know my condolences gave my respect. And then I talked about, here's my advice from experience. Totally off topic, but it was about my experience transitioning into high school, into university, being that freshman and just entering a new environment, a new stage of my life. Talking about the do's, the don'ts and what I would do over if I could, if I was able to go back in time. Advice I would give even to a son, a daughter, a little cousin, a little sister or brother. Here's my advice to you from experience. The next episode I did, the perplexing reality of Netflix cuties. Now, I know pretty much everybody knows about the controversy of that movie. Let me tell you, actually, let me not. Go ahead and check out that episode. You'll see, you'll see my opinions on it. This episode featured Anissa. So she came back and this time we were able to have a live discussion about the film. That, child, that film, the controversy surrounding it, that was something else. Next I had, like Little Kim said, it's all about the Benjamins, baby, featuring Nisha. Now this is another friend I met through university. And this was a topic where It was one of those topics where a lot of people, especially young people, need to know about, need to do their research on, need to learn about. We talked about finance and savings, and it wasn't from a professional standpoint, not at all. But it was from a standpoint of someone who's tried something and it worked. 
someone who wants to make sure that we as young people are financially secured from a young age, make sure we do the things that we need to do now. So once we get older, we can live comfortably, we can retire comfortably, do what we have to do, start from now, take advantage of this time. The next episode I had was Let's Talk Fashion, Sustainability, and Repurpose, featured Leanne. And this is one of those episodes again, another friend I met through university. But this is one of those episodes where we talked about being an entrepreneur. We talked about opening a business during a pandemic. We talked about having a business that is not so much common. Like it's common, but it's not common if that makes sense. But let me not, you know, spoil the reputation, the meaning behind her business and her name. Go ahead and check out that episode. YouTube is a visual. Go on my page, check out Repurpose. Check around, let me know what you think. The last episode for the year, I had my breast cancer journey and being a three-time survivor with Natalie Wilson. Now, here's my thing. Remember I told you when I interviewed Anissa, I didn't really know Anissa. I knew her cousin, her cousin's my best friend, but I didn't really know her like that. However, when it came to interviewing Natalie, Natalie's episode was one of those episodes where I was, I went on a roller coaster of emotions, just feeling her energy through the screen. I also learned a lot and it also allowed me to, I would say be more comfortable, be more comfortable reaching out to strangers, being more comfortable talking to strangers, right? Safety first kids but being more comfortable talking to strangers. And it really showed me that moving forward, this is the direction that I want to take the podcast. Now, how I came across Natalie, Miss Wilson, is on Instagram. She kind of just popped up on my feed. And I'm like, okay, you know, this picture is sickening. You know, this Instagram account looks cool. Let me follow her and just see her journey and her stories and her posts. And when I saw like, you know, three-time breast cancer survivor, she's shown pictures of her scars. She shared clips and videos and a website about her journey. And I'm just like, I need to speak to this woman. Because here's my thing. As, As a young woman or just as women in general, I feel like breast cancer is one of those things where unless you know someone who's been through it or unless you've been through it yourself, then you don't really know all sides of it, all elements of it. We just know, okay, how to check yourself. We know if you feel a lump, then oh my gosh, that's cancer. We don't really know the different ways that breast cancer can appear. We don't know what we can do for ourselves. We don't know how it affects families and marriages, our mental well-being. We don't know these kind of things unless we've been through it. So this is one of my favorite episodes because we really sat there and she opened up, she she was super transparent. She wasn't closed off. She didn't just boom, boom, bang, next question. Like she really sat there and explained it and went in depth. This is one of those episodes I encourage every female who listens to the podcast, even males, listen to it. Anyone who listens to the podcast, if you subscribe to my channel, head over If you're on YouTube, I'll link it somewhere here, but head over and listen to the episode. Watch the episode. 
it's really it's really inspiring and really eye-opening really educational so those were my 18 episodes of 2020 and mind you these episodes were an eye-opener remember i did say the snowball started to get bigger each and every interview that i did the spark turned into a flame following the first episode I did with Tanisha about coffee. And I said, this is something I can really do. So between the ending of November till today, your girl was on a hiatus because I said, if I'm coming back, I'm coming back stronger than ever. I'm coming back with new episodes. I'm coming back with a new mindset. I'm coming back with a new thought process. And I told myself going forward for the podcast in 2021. I like, I like the interviews. I like the solo episodes, episodes like today where I'm not going off a script. I'm just talking my talk. I'm talking my truth. But I want to bring those kind of episodes back. Absolutely. But I want to bring back more interviews. However, it's fun interviewing people that you know because it's easy to talk to them. You already know kind of the story. You already know how to go about asking the questions. But I love talking to people I don't know. So talking with Anissa, talking with Natalie Wilson, even talking with Apollo, knew him from school, but talking with people that you don't really know, you will learn things you've never even thought of your eyes will be open, your mind will be exposed to things that probably was never exposed to before. A lot of the episodes that I have coming on the podcast going forward, obviously pre-recorded. Those interviews are with people I've never met and shout out to the app Clubhouse because if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't even have these guests. But on club, I went on Clubhouse and I just kind of advertised the podcast. And I said, if anyone wants to come on, like, you know, hit me up in the DMs, fill out my Google form, apply to be on, and we'll book a day and a time. And you know what? People did that. People really reached out. They saw that I had this platform that they could benefit from, I could benefit from, we can collaborate on, we can make something out of it. So moving forward in 2021, I've decided to talk to new people, whether they're here in Canada, maybe they're in the States, maybe they're in like a whole different country, the Caribbean, like Jamaica, but to talk to people, people I would never speak to, never have the chance to speak to or to meet. That's the best thing. Unapologetically here is to hear stories, to empower, embrace, and educate. But you can't do that from hearing the same voices all the time. To have different voices brings a whole new life and element to the podcast. And let me tell you, and you'll, you're going to hear me repeat this a lot in future episodes, but some of the people who have interviewed on the podcast, oh my gosh, inspiring. Prove to me why I'm doing what I'm doing and why it makes sense and why it works. Having people come on the podcast and talk about something that they're passionate about and having them not only teach me, but teach you too. Teaching everybody, the whole audience, anyone who this is reaching, to hear that passion, to hear their story, to hear what they've been through. And to realize we are all humans, we're all alike in one way or another. 
we have similar struggles, we have similar wins, we have similar battles. No one's exempt. Whether you have money or don't, whether you're famous or you're not, we all have a story. We all have a voice that's worthy to be heard. So I hope you guys join me for the journey. Subscribe, follow. If you want to be part of the podcast, check out the link tree in my Instagram bio, my Twitter bio. There's even a Facebook group now. Search Unapologetically Her and join the group. I'll accept you. I'll let you in. Yeah, check out the link tree, fill out the Google form, apply to be on the podcast, and let's talk. Let's really tell your story. Let's really educate and empower and embrace the women of today's society. Let your voice be heard. No censorship. If you want to cuss, you can cuss. If you want to cry, you can cry. I hope that you love what you're hearing so far. Stay connected by not only listening to the podcast, but you can watch the recordings on the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her Podcast, and follow the podcast on Instagram, at Unapologetically Her, and at Unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. If you want to connect with me personally, your host Natalie Nadine, follow me at Natalie Nadine on all three social media platforms. No no censorship, no timing, no nothing. I want this to be and to continue to be a safe space for all women and men. Men, if you think you have something to say to the young women out there, come on, let me hear what you got to say. But this is a safe space where people can really come on here and be themselves. Don't be afraid. Be unapologetically you. For the second part of this episode, I want to talk to you guys about what a year it has been. And I don't mean from January to December. I mean from March 2020 to March 2021. Like this was one of those plot twist remix bonus years that we really didn't want or ask for, but it was something that we needed. Not all of us, but a lot of us needed. Obviously, there was a lot of pros and cons to this year. And first and foremost, my condolences, my love, my prayer goes out to those who've lost someone because of this virus. It really was just, it was a scary time and it still is, we're still living through it. However, on the other hand, I would be lying if I said that nothing good came out of this year, at least for me. I'm speaking based off of personal experience. Earlier on in the year, there was this quote where, and I don't remember it verbatim, but talking about um, this is the time to, you know, improve your hustle, get a new hustle, improve your skills, you know, accomplish certain things that you probably didn't have time for because now you have the time for it. Also in the beginning of the pandemic, Shantae Moore did an interview talking about this as well. If you don't know who she is, singer, songwriter, author, television personality, actress, just overall entertainer and wonderful singer. But she also came back on her Instagram live later on in the year to talk about this same quote that I've seen every, everywhere that she's spoken about that a lot of people have been following. So I'm gonna play this clip for you guys and then take a deeper dive into it and explain how this truly 
relates to my year, how this has motivated me and how I stay motivated from this. So let's check it out. In this time of quarantine, I've said it before, if you haven't perfected your hustle, gotten a new hustle, perfected your craft, learn a new craft, do something to make yourself better. Finish the books, um, CDs, or I mean CDs, albums, make your, do some writing, learn something. If you haven't done that during this time of quarantine, it's not because you didn't have time. All those excuses about being too busy are over and done with. If you haven't done it, it's because you don't want to, or you're lazy. One of the two, you can't blame 2020 for everything. What you can do is plant seeds that will manifest in greatness in the next season. You have to wait for stuff to happen. And I am waiting, I am planting, I am preparing for 2021. Even if it ends up being what this is, think of all the things that have come about because we have been sitting in this one place, proverbial one place, for such a long time. I've gotten a lot of things done. I've grown a lot. I've learned a lot about this internet. Help me with Jesus. You know, and with that knowledge comes responsibility and purpose and whether or not you're going to be resilient and what is that word? Um, persistent. That is the word. Persistent. And you don't have to always be doing it, but be about it. Now, let me tell you guys, that has been my mindset for this year. And she said it before. I didn't want to play the whole clip because obviously we don't have like the whole day. But she said it before and I've said it myself. Obviously, if you are someone who was always on the go, then this is definitely your time to just kick back, relax a bit, rejuvenate self-care. But speaking from a, creator's, a creative standpoint, a creator standpoint, like she is, she is a creator right? She's a creative. She's a musician. Being someone like myself who does photography and podcasting and these kind of things. Being a creative, somebody who wants to be an entrepreneur, someone who wants to do their own thing. This was that time. This was that time for me to perfect my hustle. This was that time to find out what makes, and I'm quoting her from a separate video, what makes my sun shine? What makes my heart sing? This is the time that I will never get back. And I've been living with that mindset for the last year. When the pandemic first happened, I was out of work for give or take four months. I went back to work again for a couple months and then I was out of work again for the second wave. And both times I was out of work, I've seen myself improve a lot and grow a lot. The first time, you know, the first couple of days or weeks, we really didn't know what was going on. I was like, shoot, I'm gonna binge some Netflix, watch my favorite shows, I'm gonna kick back and relax. Like this is the vacation I've always wanted. And when I realized I was gonna be home a little bit longer than expected, I said, okay, <laughs> we're about to hit a month. Oh, we're going into month two. Oh, I should probably do something. And it was during that time where the podcast really picked up. The snowball was getting bigger. The spark was turning into a big old bonfire type flame. And I said, I really, I'm really discovering myself. I'm really figuring out who I am right now. And I always replay 
not this clip because this one came out in December, but the clip that came out prior at the beginning of the year where she talked about the same quote and she talked about working on your hustle. I replayed that maybe every week or so because that's what keeps me motivated. This is a time I will never get back. There's so much times where I was at work and I'm like, I wish I was home. I wish I was able to do this. I wish I could do that instead. I wish I wasn't at work. God said, well, here, you want the time, here it is. Depending on what you believe in the universe, whatever, really came to me and said, here it is. Here's that time, that time you've wanted, I'm giving it to you. So you need to make sure you use it wisely. Child, let me tell you. The first, the first wave when I was home, I said, okay, I'm gonna use this time to really figure out who I am. Let me figure out myself. What, what makes me happy? What makes my sunshine? What makes my heart sing? What am I no longer going to settle for? What am I no longer going to accept just because it's there? What am I going to do to step outside of my comfort zone, step outside of this box? that was created for me, but I also put myself in. Mind you, everything that we are doing now is what's gonna lead us to future project, future endeavor, is what kind of solidifies our future. We need to act now. It doesn't matter if you are 24 or 42 or 64, it doesn't matter your age. Whatever you do now is planting the seeds for the coming weeks, months, and years. Understand that. And that's what really opened my eyes. That's what really made me think, oh, shoot. Maybe I do need to be more productive. Maybe I actually do need to put that concentration that effort, that energy into the things that truly make me happy. I need to start putting that self-love, all that energy I put into other people's projects to help them out. I need to help myself out. I need to put that into me. You understand? That's what I need to do. That's what I did. I figured out what I loved. I figured out what I didn't want anymore. I'm not saying I have it all figured out because I don't. There's no way within a year I figured everything out. Are you kidding me? Come on now. People change, they evolve, they grow. Things happen as time goes by. But where I am right now is a much happier place. I'm so much more at peace because I figured out more about myself and I'm still learning and I'm embracing the changes. I've decided if I'm not comfortable in the situation, I can leave. I can literally up and leave. There is no shackles chaining me. Why am I staying here? Because of comfort? This comfort is making me miserable. It's making me miserable. I remember when we had to go back to work and mind you, I quit this job so I can pretty much talk about it. And it's not like it was a bad job or nothing, but I felt like I got everything that I could out of that job. It was to the point where I was feeling, I was feeling miserable. I was feeling like, ugh, I have to go in. Do I really have to go? And I always feel like once I reach that point of, ugh, then it's time for me to go. But for the longest time, I was stinging because of comfort and stability. 
I was afraid to really just be like, okay, bye, find something else, find something maybe that's in your field that you paid thousands of dollars for. Yeah, afraid to do that. So I made that promise to myself and I figured out in the first wave where I'm like, this doesn't make me happy. This doesn't put me in a positive space. So you know what? What I'm gonna do right now, I'm giving myself till the end of the year. Whether I have a new job or not, thank God I found one. But whether I have a new job or not, I am not taking this job with me into the new year. I'm not going into 2021 with it. I refuse to take anything into the new year that doesn't make me happy, that doesn't put me in a positive space. Another thing I realized this past year was that having this extra time to really focus on my craft made me fall in love with it more. When it came to podcasting, I told you guys, I finally figured out my style. I figured out my routine. I figured out my pattern. Child, I improved I improved my project. I improved that my baby is forming. My baby is growing. I got a little better with photography. I started collaborating with more people, taking more pictures, learning, investing in equipment. I bettered my hustle. Like what? And these are the things where I kind of just have to take a moment and I step back and I'm like, all these things that I wanted to do, I finally got the time to do it. Now, it's not to say you have to be go, go, go every day. You don't. And Shantae made that clear as well in the clip, um, the full clip. I'll probably upload the, I'll upload the full length of the clip on my Instagram. But you don't need to be go, go, go every day. But make sure at least with the time you have, you try to make the most out of it. You try to take advantage of it. Because when this is said and done, when we go back to the new normal, not the old normal, but the new normal, some of us are going to be wishing we just had that extra day, that extra week or that extra month to do it all. Use this time and use it wisely. Discipline yourself. This was a time where we had to, we had to be self-taught. We have to figure out things for ourselves. And I think that's one of the best ways to learn. Let me learn what I need to learn, not what you want me to learn. Let me figure out what I need to learn to better myself, to better my craft, to better my hustle. So I had to, I'm, I'm still, I'm very, I'm a procrastinator. I'm someone who has a very short attention span. So for me, it challenged me to discipline myself and sit there and be like, you are going to do this today make your checklist and do this today. It forced me to do that. So this year, the remix year, <laughs> I said this was a year where it opened my eyes to a lot of things. And I feel like it really not started my growth, but it started a new kind of growth for me as a person. It created a new path for me. And it's one that I'm embracing full force. One that nobody else can take charge of, nobody else has the power over. And I've come to realize as well, at the end of the day, you need to make sure whatever you're doing, you're doing it for you. People can try and tell you how to go about life. They can give you a manual to your life. They can tell you what to do and what not to do. But at the end of the day, 
how I see it, you have to live with the consequences. And this is something that was really eye-opening to me as well. I'm going to follow what he said. I'm going to follow what she said. At the end of the day, they can go to bed peacefully because it's not their situation. Jordan Woods, I don't watch your situation. It's not their situation. So they get to go to bed peacefully. Where on the other hand, I'm now sitting here with the consequences because of the actions I made based on what they told me to do. Not because I decided to. If I decided to, that's something completely different. But because of what they wanted from me. Say what? No, that, that's not how this goes. So like I said, this was just one of those years where it was eye-opening and it was life-changing. This year for me really brought a lot of, gotta say it brought out a lot of positive things for me. I met, I really actually, actually met people with this pandemic, pretty much online, but I met some really good people who I still keep in contact to, who I still get to hang out with. I rekindled some friendships and relationships. Sure. I got a new singer out of it who I love very much. Like, hey girl, hey. Hey, Shantae. I, first of all, side note, I am manifesting that I can get her on the podcast. Let her speak her truth on my podcast. Manifesting, I'm just putting it out there into the universe. But yeah, that's even another thing, a great thing that came out of this year. Not only is she a great vocalist, but this is someone who I watched both like, interviews and her Instagram lives and I'm like this is not only an entertainer but she's ministering to me she's teaching me things I don't need I don't know this woman from Adam and Eve but there's something about her where I can relate to I'm being exposed to different people different cultures different environments although it is virtually because everything's been taken to the online world but I'm being exposed to a lot of things that I probably wouldn't really have taken the time to look into and be exposed to if it wasn't for the pandemic. Another thing that I learned, well, I didn't really learn it, but another thing I started to take more seriously in the pandemic was acknowledging my space. You can't change the people around you, but you can change the people around you, if that makes sense. So you can't change Tyrone, Jim, Bob, and Jenny, but you can change and have Chantel, Elaine, and James instead. You can't change the people, but you can change the people. You see what I'm saying? And I do that. I do that a lot because I have to realize I need to keep myself in a positive space. I need to prevent the FOMOs in my life right? I need to take away the negativity. So even during the pandemic, and I do this a lot at the beginning and the end of the year, I do a social detox. What I mean by that, social media, I unfollow those who no longer serve me. And it's not hate, it's not shade, it's not no bad vibes. But if we don't talk, if I'm looking at your, at your profile and I'm getting FOMO, if there's really no connection there anymore, if I can't learn from you, then I don't see the reason to follow you, if that makes sense. Oh, I hope that does not sound too mean, but it's the truth. So Snapchat, 
is one of those platforms that I came off completely. I literally only go on Snapchat to get a filter and then I'm gone. I'm like, okay, because it's cute than Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. I like a good Snapchat filter. But I stopped using Snapchat because I'm like, it gave me that FOMO where I used to look at people's stories and be like, dang, they look like they're having a lot of fun. Why can't that be me? Why am I not with that crowd? Gave me that FOMO. Instagram, I would sit there and literally go through each person I'm following and just unfollow. I'm going to be honest with you. The last unfollow spree that I did, I took off over 300 people. I know. That's how many accounts I didn't even realize I was following with people I don't talk to anymore, interact with, people who kind of just brought negativity to my feed or people who just I just did not care for whether I knew them or not. And like I said, it's no shade, it's no hate, but I told myself in order to be better, I have to surround myself with better. And it's not only the physical aspects, it's also the social aspect, it's the internet aspect. It's every aspect of your life. Music, have more positive musics on your playlist. Something that gives you more positive affirmation watch more positive shows. Forget these reality shows where you see women going against each other. Find something more powerful, more uplifting, right? Your music, your TV, your entertainment, the people you follow online, the people who you are friends with that you see on, on a daily basis or you don't see your family. You have to do these kinds of detox to really put yourself in a positive space. It's a form of self-care and it's a form of self-care that I feel like a lot of people don't really take into consideration. There's not just one way to do it. There's so many different avenues, so many. So these are the kind of things that really opened my eyes this year. I also told myself, like I said, job-wise, if I am in a job that does not serve me, does not make me happy, I'm not going to stay there anymore because of comfort, because stability. I'm not doing that. If I feel like I got everything that I could out of it, or if I feel like it's not for me anymore, it's okay to leave. It's okay to find something that's better for you. And no matter what aspect it is, maybe one day I'll leave entirely and never go back and just start something on my own. Who knows? Who knows? But this year has made me more self-aware. This year has really allowed me to focus on me, focus on my projects, focus on my hustle, focus on who I want to be when we come out of this pandemic, focus on who I want to be 10 years from now, five years from now. I always said I don't like to look long-term or too far into the future, but sometimes you have to, sometimes you have to. Any choice that I make now, any decision that I go with now impacts my future going forward. So if there's anything you take away from this whole spiel, understand anything that you decide to do now carries you into your future. Now to close off the episode, and this is a question I started to ask a lot of my guests. What does it mean to be unapologetically you? In my case, what does it mean to be unapologetically Natalie? I don't know if I really have an answer for that yet. 
but as it stands, to be unapologetically me means to live unapologetically. It means that I will not lower my standards. It means that I will embrace and love every part of me, every flaw, every curve, every this, every, I'm just going to love me. To be unapologetically Natalie means to be strong, means to learn from my past, to learn from mistakes and embrace them. No longer shying from it, no longer apologizing for it. What it means to be unapologetically me means to just be happy with where I am. Stop seeking for what you don't have and appreciate what you do have. What it means to be unapologetically Natalie means to be myself authentically. Don't be out here trying to keep up with the Joneses. Just be you. You are enough. And I think that's one thing I learned in this pandemic as well. I'm enough. I don't need to sit here and shoulda, coulda, woulda, and wished I was this and that. No, no. So I really hope, and maybe I'll revisit this question at the end of the year again, see if my answers changed. But I really hope you were able to take away something from this episode. Whether it be, you wanna be on the podcast, come along. Whether it be, Focusing on your hustle, start a new hustle, improve your hustle, improve your craft. Finish that project that you started. The time to start is now. Stop waiting, stop wasting time, stop procrastinating. And I'm the queen, the princess of procrastination, honey. So I know, stop it. If you're creative, this is your time. You ain't got work, you ain't got work to go to. Maybe you don't. You're home all day, take that time. Give yourself breaks in between, absolutely. But take that time to go after what you really want. To be unapologetically me is to be me, point blank period, and to be the authentic me. Everyone can say they can be themselves, but are you be authentically you or are you being man-made you? that was a good one. I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. Thank you, ladies, gentlemen. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, hey, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. If you have any comments, questions, or podcast topics, hit me up on social media at unapologetically her on Instagram and at unapologetic underscore UH on Twitter. Um, Oh, if you want to get real personal with me, if you really like me that much, check me out at unapolog. Whoa, no, at Natalie Nadine. There you go, the host of Unapologetically Her. Check me out at Natalie Nadine on all socials. Join the Facebook group, Unapologetically Her. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, Unapologetically Her podcast. You can listen to the podcast on all streaming services. That includes SoundCloud as well. And I hope you guys enjoyed this first episode back. Might be a bit of a long one, but I think it's worth it. 
Much love, peace, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode.